Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, here at this podcast, we celebrate you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God. We want to encourage you to believe God and to allow him to guide you into being the you that he created in the beginning. We were a thought in God's mind and he knows our end at the beginning. And so allow him to give you not only the life that you're currently living that he desires for you, but that he will give you one that has an expected end if you'll trust him. Now, our hallmark scripture is found in Luke 1 and verse 45. It is from which we make our weekly declaration. We love for you to join us. You're only required to do two things, to put your name in the place where the word she or her, or in this case, you and this week's uh, version, and to believe. That's it. Insert your name, make it a declaration, not just a reading, and believe the word. Are you ready? Well, I'll be declaring this week from a new version, um, a new version to the podcast, a new version that I've not declared from before. It is actually called the New Century Vision version. The New Century Version. <laughs> and so um, we declare as follows. Vivian... You are blessed because you believed that what the Lord said to you would really happen. I do truly believe that what God speaks to me, whether it is through his written word and I read it or through his spoken word when he speaks to my spirit, I believe God. And this podcast is all about encouraging you to do the same. Now, for my continuous listeners, followers, whatever you guys are called, I want to know how your additional declarations are coming. At the beginning of the year, I actually think it was near the end of last year, we challenged you guys to not only make this declaration, but to come up with other declarations based on the word of God, um, declarations that you can use as strategies in your life, maybe when you're going through a hard time, or maybe just as I do, um, start out my day declaring the word of God over my day. I found my days go better when I do that. Even if it's just because it set my mind in a better place, set my heart in a better place. Sometimes you can wake up and the minute you wake up, it's like, boom, this thought's coming at you and that thought's coming at you. But when you make it a consistent thing of declaring the word of God, it's going to give you power. I was reminded this week I was listening to a message and um, it was actually by Joel Osteen and he said, words, your word is your sword. And we all know the word is the sword. I think the title of his sermon was a a swing your sword or I don't remember what it was, but it was just a a nice reminder with the insert, uh, the portion that I heard while I was in my car of him saying that every single time you open your mouth and declare the word of God over your life, you're actually swinging your sword. I think that's what he said. So swing your sword at the darkness, swing your sword at those bills, swing your sword at your child that may be acting like they are totally nuts because there is nothing that is outside the reach of God. So 
So use this word. It's true. It's faithful. It's steadfast. It is a solid foundation. So use his word. Use the word of God. Welcome back to the podcast, She Who Believes. I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, today's podcast is entitled Without Evidence. I want to start with giving you a definition, and it's of the word confirmation, the action, which is the action of confirming something or the state of being confirmed, the process of supporting a statement by evidence. Now, I have come to love crime shows. Um, CSI, CSI Miami. I know those are all kind of older shows, but I am your Law and Order Special Victims Unit um, fan. Um, I am that person who likes uh, Chicago PD and uh, Chicago Fire and all those different ones. Nine one one, you name it, I love them. Not because I'm some weirdo who chases after like um, weird stories or anything like that, but truth be told, it was a way that I overcame fears. Um, it also allowed me to see that good can win over any um, any form of evil, no matter how bad it is. And I know you're thinking, how do you get all that from a show? But that's what I believe God used to help me overcome certain fears. Um, and as I shared with you guys before, I realized at a certain point that I was living my entire life in fear because, well, a lot of fearful things happened to me when I was younger. But watching these shows um, also um, helped me learn to sharpen my ability to discern truth from a lie. Think about it. They were always having to figure out who told the truth and who lied, right? And so I know some of us are like, hey, I bet she's the person who committed the crime or this happened and this is how that rolled out. And you might think that is so silly because it's a show, but I'm telling you, it blessed me. Um, Holy Ghost is the ultimate revealer of all truth in our lives. And we know this. Um, Well, we may not know that. And for those of you who who don't, I'm telling you, you want Jesus, you want Holy Ghost, you want God to be your, your savior, your, you want to just accept God into your life, into your lives, because he is amazing. And the power that comes with God and accepting him is so beautiful and so amazing. It is by what we overcome all things in this earth, but we have to be, and we have to be in tune with what God in such a way that we can perceive and discern right from wrong. And so again, Holy Ghost is the ultimate revealer of truth, but we also have to be in tune with the Lord and what's going on. And we, we, we usually call that discernment. Now, the one thing I discovered, whether I'm watching Matlock, the old school shows that my grandpa used to watch to Chicago PD, that it's almost impossible to prove a person committed a crime without evidence. The evidence confirms the guilt or innocent of a per- innocence of a person. Now, many of you are asking God for confirmation in your lives. The act of asking for such confirmation in and of itself is not a sin, nor is it wrong. You'll find on several occasions, even prophets of God ask for a sign, Abraham being one of those. Yet I'm here to tell you that in this season of our lives, the word of God will need to be enough because in some situations it will be all that we have. Now, previously, I've shared with you um, earlier in the year about how God spoke to me and he said to me, grace, period. And I made a shirt behind it because I had a vision of it on a shirt while he was speaking to me. And um, 
what God said to me at that time, his exact words were in this season of your life, my grace is all you're going to have, but it will also be all that you need. And that his grace period alone would supersede their grace period, which meant time frames and deadlines. And just like in the past, God has kept his word for me. Now that was important to me because, um, well, we all know that there are deadlines, time frames, those kind of things. Sometimes it's deadlines on a bill. You have a, a bill due or a deadline on a paper, a deadline for a particular thing to take place in your life. Sometimes a doctor is telling you that, excuse me, that all you have is six months to live or three days or whatever. And it's important that we know that even though those words have been spoken over us, that we can come in agreement with what God says. He says his grace is sufficient for us and that that can be the thing that continues to light the fire of our faith, to believe him, to heal us, to make us whole, to give us longevity of life, because these are all things he's promised in his word. So they are true to us. And so we have to be able, even when we don't have anything other than the word of man telling us that this is what is for us or all we see is maybe mounting bills or health issues or whatever it is that our God is stronger and that his word to bring us through will come to pass because everything in him is yes and amen. In the beginning, when we, when he made me this promise, I had no idea what this was going to look like. My flesh momentarily screamed out, no, not again. Why can't this time be easier? But then the spirit of God comforted my mind before I could even say one word out of my mouth. So then the words that came out of my mouth were, yes, Lord, I believe you. And then I began to praise God, although I did not know the details of what he had spoken to me. I began to praise him. I believe this happened because my soul knew what my mind and its finiteness could not yet comprehend. Are you in a situation of need or something that you feel you need to get out of? Are you wondering when God is going to keep his word to you? What if you knew his word was already a completed work? What if you knew that what God has spoken to you already existed? Would you be more inclined to trust him then? Well, if that's the case, go with me to Genesis 2 and 2. I'm reading from the King James Version today, and it reads as follows. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. God will not have to come down from heaven and rope himself in flesh again to resolve your present issues. My present issues, any present issue, whether it's famine, disease, peril, sword, whatever it is, it was all finished at the beginning. Now that is good news for a lot of reasons. One is that it speaks to God's power and his authority over everything. And second, it comforts us. Knowing that no matter what our situation is, no matter what we're standing in, no matter what we're facing, that the answer already exists. One time I was in a situation and um, actually I was in my time of prayer with God, just seeking him, um, praising him, um, you know, speaking to him, just listening to him, just that, that time with him in the morning. And God said this to me. He said, when I give you my word that I'm going to do something, I'm actually just informing you that it is already done. 
and he took me back to this scripture. He took me back to how he finished everything, that he is not a God that's caught by surprise, that he is not a God who's up in heaven thinking, oh, Satan took that today. I got to get the reins back. No, my dear, God took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. When, when he got up, when Jesus got up from the grave, resurrected, he stood with all power in his hands. And at that moment, he had power even over your present situation, over my present situation. So it doesn't matter what that situation is, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, whether it's financial, no matter what it, whether it's a health crisis, as it's called, God is bigger and better. And he has the answer. It's all already done. Don't be fooled by what you see or in some cases what you don't see. Don't be moved by the fact that you don't have the evidence that you can reach out and touch. His word alone is the only evidence we need. So right now, the question that currently remains at this time is will you find God faithful only when you see the outcome? Can you? Will you? Trust that God has spoken to you in spite of the evidence or the current lack thereof. I wonder if you would take a moment and make a list of all the previous promises that God has made to you and that he's kept. I'm going to ask you to write down the big ones and the small ones, because see, we, we weigh things as human beings. We even weigh sins. And so that's really honestly a way that sometimes the enemy can put his foot in and cause condemnation in our lives because we fight so hard to not let the big things in that we, or the small things in or whatever our focus might be, or whatever our focus may be pushed to focus on and we think well just as long as I don't do these things and and if we do them and when we do them and when we falter then we come to a place where we start to accept or believe the lie that God's grace is too is not big enough to 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 overcome our addictions or overcome the things that have been that has come against us or the things that we're fighting and none of that is true because God will and forever he is and forever will be bigger than anything anything. So again, write down the big promises and the small ones he's kept. And I wonder if those would be enough for you to believe God, even just the past things I used to hear. Um, and I'm just being transparent. I would hear older saints say things like, Lord, if you never did enough, another thing for me, I'll be satisfied. I'll bless you. And in my ignorance, um, and I say ignorance because I say that because I had not yet lived long enough to have a true understanding of who God was. And when I would hear that, I would say, no, but I need you to do this. And I need this from God. Why would I tell God not to do anything else? But then I realized they weren't saying, God, we don't want you to do anything else that we don't need you to do anything else there. They were just saying, I got to turn my heart towards Thanksgiving. I got to turn my heart to a place of praising you for what you've already done. Because if I can focus on what you've already done, then that's going to give me the strength to believe you for what it, what I need you to do in this present moment, what I may need you to do tomorrow. So I'm going to bless your name for past things because I'm going to remember the past victories and remember that you've already paid for and conquered and secured my current and future victories. So again, focus on the big ones and the little ones that he's already done. Let that be your evidence. I pray that doing so will stir up a praise in your spirit as you remember one thing after the other, after the other of all the great and mighty things our God has already done for you.
perhaps you'll dare to cry out hallelujah. I'll start. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you. Today, God, we bless your holy name. Uh, We magnify you because you're a good, great, and mighty God. You've been real, real good to us, Lord God. For those of us who may have the concern of our children on our hearts, Lord God, we want to bless you for saving their lives, for keeping them, for protecting them, for keeping them safe in those accidents that could have wiped them out, Lord God. For healing their bodies, their minds, and their spirits, from turning them away from addictions and all of the other things that the enemy thought he would come and snatch them with. We want to thank you for healing our bodies and diseases and answering past prayers and showing up on time because you're a God who is not confounded by time, who know, who does not stand in time. And for that, I've come to praise you and bless you for so that I know that even in time, you are not bound by anything, Lord God, because you created time. Hallelujah. You created it for man. And so a thing that you created will definitely not bound up the the creator of all things. Lord, we bless you today. We magnify you. We thank you in spite of the, what appears to be the lack of visual evidence. We have the evidence of your word. Hallelujah past evidence and the fact that we have your word on the situation we're facing we walk forward in it victorious already saying thank you for the victory saying we bless your holy and righteous name for being our God our savior our defender our shields and buckler your your name alone is a strong tower so Jesus we call on you we praise you we magnify you and we thank you and we give you glory It is in your matchless name we pray. Amen. Men, women of God, go forward today with the armor of God securely on, knowing who he is and knowing who you are. And get those shields of faith up because remember, it is only by our faith that we quench every fiery dart of the evil one stands believing the word of God for every single promise he has made is yes and amen and not one of his promises will ever fall to the ground it's me Vivian Bell your host of she who believes and I am indeed she who believes I believe you are too if you're listening to this podcast whether it's in August of 2021 or August of 2031 I want you to know that I have prayed for you. So go into this day with full confidence and assurance that not only is God for you, that you, but that you are indeed being prayed for. Remember, you need only a mustard seed size of faith. So move forward with that with an expectation for God to hear you and to deliver you. Have a great day. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.